Well, hello. Hi. Hello. Um, have you, you know, have you had a good weekend? <laughs> uh, it's, um, I've had a good weekend generally, yeah, I said it's ups and downs. How about, how about yours? <laughs> Similar. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think maybe we should move swiftly on, <coughs> what do you think? Good plan. Good plan. Right. What have you don't, got for me? Well, please don't look yet. Okay. I want to talk to you first. So, I feel, um, I kind of feel with this one, I've kind of upped the ante here in terms of the writers oh. that we've used. So, I kind of pulled out the big guns, I think, or big gun. Oh, goodness. Right, yeah. okay. So, so um, it, it is, it's, we're in November, obviously. Well, not obviously, we're in November, aren't we? We are. And... November this year is the 400th anniversary of something. Okay. Okay. Feels big. It it is very big. So it's the 400th anniversary of the first publication of a complete works of literature. Can you maybe hazard a guess as to whose complete works that might be? Oh God, I don't want to sound stupid. (laughs) I wouldn't dare tell me. Have you heard of someone called William Shakespeare? (laughs) I have right. Look okay, at my look yeah. at my little. What do you call oh, these? Oh, these little. Um, these are uh, beer mats. Yeah. So what have we got here? The tartness of his face sours ripe grapes. <laughs> I have four of them. <laughs> so it is four hundred years uh, anniversary of the publication of the first folio yeah. of the complete works of Shakespeare, which was published, I think, seven years after his death. Can I just ask, you're not going to ask me to read Shakespeare, are you? You are. I am asking you to read Shakespeare, oh. okay? So obviously there are quite a lot of things that I could get you to read, okay? Yes. So I've sent you Sonnet 116, okay? So let me ha- so have a quick look at it here. That one? That, it's that one there, yes. Right. Okay. So, so you want me to read Shakespeare? Okay. I do oh want goodness. you to read Shakespeare, and then I'm going to get you to read a sort of a, a bit of an explanation of this particular sonnet. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready? I am ready okay. right now. Yes. Okay. Read it to me. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when is when the alteration finds. Or bend, or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark, whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fall. Though rosy lips and cheeks within his his bending sickles compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. Oh my God! Oh, see, first reaction. You know what's interesting about Shakespeare? I mean, not having English as my mother tongue, mm-hmm. is that you'd never know. But go on. Is that it? Doesn't matter if I don't get everything, if I don't understand everything. Mm. It always sounds 
perfectly formed. It does. It always sounds incredible. And and even if, I mean, you read that absolutely beautifully and you read it really slowly, which just emphasised every single line, which is quite amazing. And I think you're right. You kind of, you read it and whatever it is, you, you get something you get from some, it. You get something from yeah. it. So I'm going to get you to read the explanation in a minute, but this is one line that I think is amazing. Um, oh no, it is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. I just think that's, I think that's brilliant. Very nice. So now I'm going to get you to read. Read the second, so read the right. second. So this is an explanation of that sonnet. It yeah? is. Shakespeare's sonnet, 116, can be seen as the definite response to what's what is love question the language of the sonnet is as deep and profound as any philosophers could be expressed in the most beautiful language love is given an identity as an immortal force which overcomes age death and time itself love unlike the physical being is not subject to decay or right shakespeare employs an amazing array of poetic devices throughout the sonnet to convey the eternal nature of love and ends by stating everything on his observation by asserting that if he is wrong then no one ever wrote anything and no one ever loved and in sonnet 116 as with all of his sonnets Shakespeare manages to squeeze all of these thoughts and words into just 14 lines. <gasps> oh, that's beautiful. I like that very much. So you were worried about reading. You said you're not going to get me to read Shakespeare. And I did get you to read Shakespeare. You did get me to read Shakespeare. And you did it absolutely beautifully. Oh. So what do you, having read that now, what, do you, what did you take from it? What did you like about it? I love Shakespeare, as you know, mm-hmm. and it's always been the case of I will read Shakespeare like that, like I just did, and I hope this is what I'm getting from it. I get the main bit, which I think I did, so I don't have to understand everything he's saying because it, it frustrated me that I couldn't understand everything. What's that word? But what? How? No, I have to go back to that. It doesn't matter. And what was the when you say the main? What was the main thing you took from it when you read it then? What were you t- when you finished reading it, you said, oh, and what did you feel? I feel like Shakespeare has been this desperate man, so intense, and you get it. You know, he wants to explain love, but he, he goes above and beyond to explain it. Actually, above and beyond is a really good way of saying it, isn't it? It's, um, I just think it's incredible that, you know, 400 years later, people find as much meaning in it now as we ever did. Yes. It's quite, it's quite incredible, the power of the writing, isn't it? And I think this sort of squeezing it into 14 lines. And I, I, I haven't read this, but the way that the, they're all structured in the same way, mm-hmm. the way that they're, they're written mm-hmm. all in 14 lines. And there's, I think I'm going to get this wrong now. I think 157 sonnets. Yeah. And a lot of them written to the perspective of a, a, a boy or a man, the fair youth, and then others written towards yeah. other people. And uh, this one, you know, is... You know, as as the explanation says, sort of attempting the definition of love mm. and doing it in a really, really amazing way, cramming mm. all of that energy and emotion into fourteen lines. And love doesn't decay. Yeah, it's yeah. an immovable force. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Are we even saying you know, love is all you need? What do you oh, think? That is a different reading, isn't it? <laughs> 
maybe we should come back to that one. Oh dear. So that was, um, I really enjoyed that thing. That was Thank you, that was that? lovely. Yeah? I did know this one. Maybe okay. I'll bring my favourite Shakespeare sonnet to the oh, next one. Maybe. I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. See you then. <laughs>